Welcome to the High Vibe Guide, the podcast where I demystify the concept of raising our vibration. I'm Jenna, a yoga teacher, mum of three, and passionate advocate for helping others to just feel happier. Let me explain to you how we can all live more contented and fulfilled lives, and how it's so much easier than you think. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the High Vibe Guide, wherever you may be today. Today, I wanted to touch on the power of our thoughts. There is no doubt in my mind that our thoughts shape our reality. I have lived in the mind of a negative person and I have lived in the mind of a positive person and I know which one I feel happier in. Think back to that radio station inside of us. If we choose to believe in different energies operating on those different vibrational frequencies, all the good emotions such as happiness, joy, gratitude, compassion, hope, they all exist on those higher frequencies. The bad ones, anger, frustration, jealousy, hate, depression, impatience, They all exist on the lower frequencies. I believe we have the power to turn our own internal dial and tune in to those higher frequencies. And I believe it simply involves conscious thought. The way we choose to think and shape our internal dialogue. It has a direct effect on our emotions. And hey, guess what? Our emotions then shape how we behave. And hey, guess what? Our behaviours then influence our reality. I believe we have the power to manifest our life. And hey, I know to some of you the word manifestation can set off alarm bells. Don't hide from me. I know it does. I was the same. But to those sceptics out there, bear with me. My belief, we cannot manifest in the sense that we can change the weather or make a sick relative better. But some people believe that you can manifest the weather. But I don't know about you, but I think I will need a little bit more convincing on that one. But what I do believe is that we can manifest better lives for ourselves. By changing my own thoughts, I have cultivated such an amazing mindset, which has given me the tools to shape my own present and my own future. Now, you all know the golden rule we were taught as kids. Treat others the way you would like to be treated. But the golden rule of manifestation is this. How you treat yourself is the way the universe treats you. The belief is that the universe is entirely neutral. If you believe and think you are an unsuccessful person, meant for failure, the universe will confirm this and deliver this back to you. If you believe you are a happy, deserving and successful person, then that is what the universe believes to be true as well. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter if these things are actually true or not. 
You might believe you're a failure when in fact you're incredibly bright, intuitive and capable of achieving amazing things in your life. But the universe will always reflect back what you put out there. It all starts with your thoughts. So, this is what I believe. Others may believe this comes from another source. And I'm actually a bit of a believer of this power, if you like, coming from many different sources, bits from each different belief, you know. So I kind of share a lot of these different beliefs and perspectives. But there are many different types of believers in this world. You've got your spiritualists. You've got your religious people. You've got atheists. You've got scientists. But the matter of fact is this. There is something extremely powerful about our minds, about the way we use them, the way we think and direct our thoughts. Thinking and feeling in certain ways lights up different areas of the brain, creating different chemicals in the body, even changing the actual structure of our brains. There is no denying that we hold this amazingly magnificent and powerful tool right beneath our skulls. I read this quote recently. Witches call it spells. Religious people call it prayer. Spiritualists call it manifestation. Atheists call it the placebo effect. Scientists call it quantum physics. Everyone is arguing over its name but no one is denying its existence. Now, this got me thinking about quantum physics and how it actually supports this notion of our thoughts shaping our lives, our happiness. Now, before we go on, I am no scientist. Disclaimer, okay? (laughs) I have an extremely basic understanding of what quantum physics is. But from the reading I've carried out, there seems to be something there in this highly intellectual world of science that supports this theory that the mind can determine the quality of our lives. And here's what I found out. Quantum physics, with its mind-bending principles, has long captivated scientists and philosophers And I think we can apply these concepts not just to particles or cats in boxes, but to our own minds and emotions. Let's start with the basics, what I have managed to wrap my little head around. (laughs) In quantum physics, objects can exist in multiple states simultaneously, okay? Now, this is a concept known as superposition. If you are a fellow Big Bang Theory fan, then this may sound familiar. But now think about our minds. If objects in quantum physics can exist in multiple states simultaneously, in this concept known as superposition, then when it comes to our minds we can experience a multitude of emotions simultaneously, can't we? Happiness, sadness, anger, fear. They all coexist within us. 
much like particles do in superposition. But here is where I find it gets interesting, okay? There is something called the observer effect in quantum physics. And this is where the act of observation influences the behaviour of particles. When one particular quantum object is observed, it collapses its superposition into one single state. Now relate this to our minds. Our conscious awareness and our focus on certain thoughts or emotions may actually influence our subjective experience. Think about it. By directing our attention towards one emotion or thought, the others disappear. That emotion now becomes the dominant one, our main focus, just as a quantum object does when it's being observed. So by directing our attention towards positive thoughts and emotions, we might be able to shape our perception of reality and increase our overall happiness. Remember the red car theory? Our attention goes where our focus goes. We either see lack and negativity everywhere, or we see possibilities, opportunities, happiness. If those of you listening aren't familiar with the red car theory that I've mentioned in previous episodes, if I ask you how many red cars you saw on your way to work this morning, the likelihood is you couldn't tell me. You couldn't give me a number, could you? But if I told you that tomorrow on your way to work, I would pay you £100 for every red car that you saw. Do you think you might see every single red car? Maybe even take little detours on your way on the off chance you might see more. Maybe even say, oh yeah, that burgundy car's red. Hmm, yeah, that one's purple, but it's definitely a reddish purple. <laughs> it's just the way the mind works. If you choose to look for opportunities and happiness and positivity, you'll find them. So just as observing a quantum object collapses its superposition into a single state, our focus on a specific emotion can diminish the presence of others. When we dwell on sadness, happiness may fade into the background and vice versa. Take my own experience. You are all becoming all too familiar with my light bulb moment last year. <laughs> I was a serial negative thinker. Is that, is that a term? Well, it is now. My focus was always on the negative. And it got to the point where I wasn't even aware that I had control over it anymore. It just became this habitual way of thinking. But my light bulb moment, I will always be so grateful for. It came at a dark time. My husband lost his job. We were broke. We could not pay our bills. We had no money coming in in the foreseeable future. I was terrified. I felt sorry for myself. I actually remember saying to Callum, when is it going to be our turn for something good? When are we going to get our break? God, talk about blindsided. How many other people in the world have been in this same boat or even worse? My problem is so minuscule when it comes to the grander, the greater perspective. 
isn't it? Yes, this was an unfortunate time. We had many challenges facing us. But the only thing that was actually making it a problem was my mentality, my perspective on it. Not only was I making myself a victim, but I was forgetting about all the amazing things I had in my life and still do have in my life. And when this light bulb moment hit, I realised that we all had the power in the world to make a change, to make things better for ourselves. Yes, it may take a while, hard work, attuning what we thought our lives would look like for a little while. But when does life ever look how you think it's going to look, really? So when I stopped looking at the negative and steered my attention towards the positive, everything started falling into place. Now, this was only a matter of months ago still. And if I'm perfectly real and honest with you, we still aren't out of this perceived hole that we found ourselves in, but we're surely climbing out of it one step at a time. And with this new unshakable belief that we have complete control over how we view our situation. We have set really exciting goals for this year ahead and we can see the steps that we're taking towards them. We now can look back at how we were feeling before and honestly feel a million miles away from it. I found that my sadness has receded, making room for so much more joy and contentment. And it's not just me and how I feel. People have said this to me. They've said they've seen this change in me, that I am radiating more positivity. I'm happier. I'm more of a joy to be around. (laughs) I dread to think what it was like before to hang out with me. But, But this quantum approach to happiness isn't just a personal philosophy, okay? It's gaining real traction in scientific and philosophical circles alike. I have followed the work of Deepak Chopra for a while now, and he describes how a higher level of consciousness and energy all around the body, not just limited to the body, can help healing. Peter Bruiser, a professor whose research has covered fields of information retrieval, applied logic and cognitive science, is currently researching the area of quantum cognition. Now, Bruiser, together with another professor, Zheng Wang, write about quantum cognition and they explain how as long as we don't make any decision, we have endless possibilities in front of us. But all those possibilities disappear once we make a decision to pursue a specific course. Makes sense, right? Logical. But what they're doing here is they're suggesting that our minds may function as quantum machines. And the similarities don't stop there. Quantum entanglement. Now, this describes how particles can become correlated with each other in such a way that the state of one particle instantaneously influences the state of another, regardless of the distance between them. So link this to our mind. Our thoughts and our emotions might be entangled with the world around us, people around us, affecting our experiences and our interactions. So if we cultivate positive thoughts and emotions within us, 
we then may contribute to a more positive environment around us and in turn enhance our own happiness. It's a lovely little circle there that it keeps going round. <laughs> and one more scientific term for you, and that is the notion of non-locality. So what quantum physics does, it challenges the notion of locality. And all this means is that it's suggesting that particles can be connected in ways that transcend traditional spatial boundaries. Now that is very simply put for my very simple brain. But similarly, our consciousness might transcend the confines of our individual minds and actually influence and interact with the broader universe. So again, by cultivating a more positive mindset, we can contribute to that collective consciousness that promotes happiness and well-being on a global scale. This is something which comes up quite frequently in yoga philosophy. It's the idea that there is this collective consciousness, this joining of awareness, and through cultivating positivity and happiness in our own lives, we can help raise the global levels of values and beliefs to a higher vibrational state, making the world a better place, essentially. <laughs> now, the idea of a quantum brain or quantum consciousness, I know that it really does challenge the traditional notions of how our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviours arise. You might be listening to me thinking, she's lost the plot, but... This is where my mind wanders to sometimes. And by tuning in, you are subjugated to my musings. So, yeah. But could it be that quantum mechanics plays a crucial role in shaping our subjective experiences? What do you think? And I want to ask you, as we stand here at the threshold of spring, a season that brings new life, new beginnings, fresh starts... Can we let go of negativity and embrace positivity? Can we choose happiness over sadness, love over hatred? The power lies within each of us to shape our emotional landscape, just as the observer effect shapes the quantum reality. So what about you? As I have guided you on this little journey, through the quantum realm of emotions, I invite you to reflect on your own choices. Can you too choose happiness and love as your guiding forces as we get ready for spring? I hope so. And let me know what this may have brought up for you. Please do keep sending in your messages. I love reading them. Hayley Challoner, you little legend, you said that this podcast has come at exactly the right time for you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Jackie Young, you said, I've just listened to your episode, Lessons from a Hospital Stay. You had me in tears, but I so enjoyed it. Thank you. Jackie, thank you. I hope they were at least partly good tears. <laughs> Sophie Lipscomb, you have said, I genuinely feel better in myself and more motivated after these reminders of your podcast. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you, Sophie. Tick VG for me. <laughs> I'm achieving what I hoped I would when I set out to make this podcast. 
Emma, you said, I absolutely loved your podcast. Thank you for putting it out there. As a fellow yoga teacher, going through a chapter of change at the moment, it's been so refreshing to hear some of your journey and I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, Emma, thank you. And yet, just because we're yoga teachers does not mean we have it all together. I mean, there's usually a reason we found yoga, because we are crazy. <laughs> Namaskre, the crazy in me honours, sees and loves the crazy in you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on this little exploration today of quantum emotions. Hey, remember, the universe may be vast and mysterious, but the power to find happiness lies within your own mind. Keep looking for that positivity, you lot. All those red cars. I'm not paying you, though. (laughs) And I'll see you back here next time. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and family to continue spreading that positivity. You can find me on Instagram at thehighvibe.guide. Get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening and I'll see you back here next time at The High Vibe Guide.